Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Having that little week off of me pressing that button. Got a nigga rusty real quick. Then that was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, for the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. Uh, yeah, nigga. Last week, you know, shout out to uh, Keep Good News and the Good News Radio Network. You know, I had a live show and shit. You know, recorded my episode live on stage at Podcast Pit LA. That's the reason that I didn't like drop one of these and shit. I planned on using the audio from that show and posting it as an episode, but that shit was a little short. It was only like maybe 15 minutes. So I was like, fuck it, nigga. I'm going to just go ahead and, you know, leave that one where it's at. You know, I'm going to be posting clips to my social media page and shit just so y'all can see clips from that night, but. You know, that's that's gonna be that on that Like, I'm not even gonna try to worry about Uploading that motherfucker as an episode It might be like some bonus shit for later on But You know, shout out to them motherfuckers for having me, dog. Like, that shit really made a nigga feel special I went last and shit Had a nigga feeling like the headliner Motherfucker gonna start calling myself The closer and shit Nigga, that shit was fly, my nigga So, you know, shout out to Keith Good News Shout out to Mysterious Jacks Shout out to Mike Hill, the PG. Um, shout out to the other podcast that was there, Straight Out the Trunk Radio. Um, shit, Dad Without a Dad podcast. And of course, you know, y'all niggas already know I'm a big ass fan of Never Not Extra. Shout out to them. But yeah, man, it was overall dope ass event. You know, the funny thing is like a bunch of shit went wrong on my set, my nigga. Like, oh yeah, nigga, Mariano Rivera and shit The closer, nigga But yeah, like a bunch of shit went wrong, nigga Like with my whole little performance and everything Like, nigga, I didn't grab my glasses I meant to grab my sunglasses Uh, Nigga, I had to take my hoodie off Because it was hot in that bitch I got drunk before I fucking recorded I, I shouldn't have did that Like, I really, like Low-key, just to my personal self, kind of told myself, like, I'm not going to be doing too much drinking either before my shows or during my shows because getting fucked up slows down my performance. Like, I, you know, like, when I do this show, I got to be in peak mental condition or something going to go fucked up. You know, like, I, I kind of put myself, like, in a, like, I strain myself mentally doing this shit. Like, I really try to deliver this shit, like, real crispy. And if I'm inebriated, like, if I'm drunk, you know, if I'm intoxicated, that shit kind of slow me down. So, from now on, I'm not really going to be drinking too heavily when I do my show. But, you know, that night in particular, nigga, like, you know, I, I'm I'm performing live in front of an audience. It's not really my element. I'm not a 
a live performer type of person. I'm not, you know, like a public person. Nigga, I'm really a fucking introvert. So for me to be on stage in front of a bunch of people, I was way out of my comfort zone. So it kind of was like, nigga, let me just go ahead and take me a drink to get the fucking edge off, nigga. So I had me a fucking adios. You know, my son broke my fucking glass that I used, so I got me a new glass, you know. Shout out to my cousin and shit, you know, for making me this glass, you know. But at the same time, like, nigga, I was I was loaded. You know, I don't know if y'all motherfuckers ever had a drink. I don't know if we only got it in California or, or if it's everywhere, but we call it adios, motherfucker. That's the name of the drink. It's literally called adios, motherfucker. Nigga had me one of them. You know, and then, you know, just as the shows is going on, I'm drinking and shit. So by the time I got on stage, nigga, I'm like loaded. So I go to fucking cut uh, cut my camera on so I could catch the video. Nigga, the fucking record button not popping up. It's like a certain, you know, time you got to wait for your record button to pop up. That shit didn't pop up. So I just go on stage, not record, no sunglasses on. Nigga meant to go live on Instagram from the stage. Because y'all niggas know every time I record this motherfucker, I like to be live on Instagram just to get the feedback, you know, and just to put that little piece of pressure on myself just to make sure that I perform well because I kind of enjoy the little bit of pressure of performing with people watching. You know, it kind of like holds me accountable to actually do my thing because I think if I really just did this shit and it wasn't live, I'd probably be stopping it and pausing and rewinding and just you know doing it over and over again but it's like if it's live and niggas is watching it's like nigga whatever you do you got to do that shit right so make sure to do it that's part of why i always record this motherfucker live you know but anyway nigga i went to go live on my phone you know it just didn't feel right like i had a microphone in one hand nigga i had to drink in the other hand so i was just like fuck it nigga i'm just gonna you know um, it's up to the venue. I'm going to just get that video and do what I can with it. You know, so I get up on stage. I'm loaded. I'm nervous, but, you know, a nigga did my thing. Like, nigga, I'm not, I'm not mad at how the performance went. You know, I also had, like, the added pressure of the other three podcasts that went up because, uh, you know, straight out the trunk, they went first. He, he interviewed a dude. I apologize. I should have wrote his name down. You know, my bad that his name escapes me. But, you know, had a dope-ass interview with Homeboy, the the rapper dude. Then um, uh, Dad Without a Dad podcast came up. He smoked that shit. Shout out again to Dad Without a Dad podcast. He handled his motherfucking business. Then, of course, like I said, nigga, never not extra who. Nigga, they always rip that shit down. Nigga, honestly, I, I thought they was going to go last. You know, nigga, never not extra, they killed that shit. So just the pressure of watching those three podcasts go first and really smoke that shit, that shit had a nigga low-key nervous. I'm not going front, but y'all niggas already know, nigga. I, I did my shit, my nigga. I, I killed that shit as I should have. So, nigga, you know, shout out to everybody and shout out to me, my nigga. But um, today's episode, I want to talk about masculinity, manhood, Um, you know, Somebody had, had made a video uh, recently talking about, you know, black men and, you know, low-key on some, like, we ain't shit type shit. Like, you know, like, black men fucked up, my nigga. Like, we ain't doing our motherfucking job out here. And I, I took offense to that shit. You know, like, y'all niggas know, I kind of talked about masculinity a, a very small bit. You know, on the last episode, the, the Gospel of Kevin Samuels, 
you know, something that I did admire about Kevin Samuels and his platform and his message and what he always talked about, you know, was just the fact that, you know, black men nowadays, like, nigga, we not all on bullshit. You know, yes, you have your black men that's on they bullshit. You have deadbeat dads. Yes, they still exist. We have niggas out here, you know, who not raising their kids like they supposed to. Yes, that does exist. We do have problems in the black community, nigga, but everybody has their problems. But I don't want for us to get lumped in with all the niggas that's on bullshit. You know, I think I spoke on this in the episode Love Letter to the Black Woman. You know, where I talked about just in general, like us as black men, we're going to have to really start separating ourselves from bitch ass niggas. When you speak on us, always separate real men from bitch ass niggas. You know, like I tell y'all all the time, I use the word bitch a lot and I always say it. I call men bitches more than I call women bitches. And there's a reason for that, because there's a big ass difference between real men and bitch ass niggas. You know, like I never want the two to get confused. You know, just like there's a difference between a lady and a bitch. There's a difference between a real nigga and a bitch ass nigga. You know, it's black and white, nigga. We ain't even in the same fucking category, my nigga. I don't like for motherfuckers to try to like lump it all in. Like, you know, sometimes when I have debates with women, you know, about men, manhood, you know, the dating game, how men are nowadays how women are nowadays when we talk about gender roles and, you know, how men are now, you know, like the whole just, oh, you know, nowadays men, they gossip more than women. No, bitch-ass niggas do, not men, bitch-ass niggas. Oh, these men out here, you know, they want to go 50-50. No, bitch-ass niggas, not men. That's not everybody. Bitch-ass niggas want to do that shit. You know, there's a big-ass difference between men and bitch-ass niggas, you know, I I, I kind of go back and forth with it a lot of times because, you know, some niggas nowadays be on the like, don't call me a nigga. I'm a man. There's a difference between men and niggas. Like, nah, not really. Not in, not in my vocabulary. I call everybody niggas. You know, if you a man, you a nigga. You know, you can be a bitch nigga or you can be a real nigga. You know, some niggas be like, oh, I'm not a real nigga. I'm a man. Nigga, if you a, if you a man, a man and a real nigga to me is the same thing. You know, I always consider myself to be a man, but I've always called myself a real nigga. You know, that's just the, the fucking vernacular that I fucking use. You know, I'm not going to take away a word that I've been using for a long time just because certain niggas want to define it in different ways. Like, you know, oh, you know, you got to stop calling yourself that king. And all right, nigga, you know, do your fucking thing, dog. Like, I'm a big picture type of person. Like, nigga, as long as you handle your motherfucking business as a man. Call yourself whatever the fuck you want to, nigga. As long as you taking care of your kids, as long as you taking care of your motherfucking household, taking care of your woman, protecting everything that you're supposed to take care of, man, call yourself whatever the fuck you want to, my nigga. You know, like me, all I, all I try to make sure I do is separate from bitch-ass niggas. You know, I'm a real nigga. I'm a man. I'm all that shit. I'm not no bitch-ass nigga. I am not to be confused with none of these bitch-ass niggas out here. It's a fucking difference. You know, nigga, we should always make sure to separate ourselves from these bitch-ass niggas. You know, like me personally, I help who I can help. You know, as a man, 
You know, I feel like it's a each one teach one thing, but at the same time, nigga, you can only help who you can help. You know, nigga, I have this fucking platform. The reason that the Too Much Game podcast exists, literally, the reason that I did my podcast in this format, as opposed to doing what a lot of other niggas do, which is comedy and current events and talking about, you know, what the fuck makes us laugh and what's on the timeline or, you know, like relationships with your baby mama and your girlfriend and your dating game and all that other bullshit, nigga. I literally specifically have this show to talk to younger black men, to relate to black men in general. Of course, this show is for everybody. Of course, I'm giving game that could be applied to the lives of anybody who listens to this shit. But my target audience, nigga, when I write my shows, who I'm thinking about is young black men. You know, because a lot of, like, my personal generation, you know, the 80s babies, nigga, a lot of us was raised in a generation of niggas who was on some bullshit. You know, like, I know I'm probably going to get, you know, a lot of flack from probably motherfuckers who... In the age range of my father But you know like I've always said this shit My nigga like a lot of niggas in my age group was fatherless dog You know a lot of them 60s babies Them niggas didn't handle their business like they were supposed to my nigga You know like me and my dad nigga we've had discussions about this shit And I told him you know like Y'all niggas was a spoiled generation You know like a lot of times Every generation makes it seem As if the generation behind them Had it easier than them You know like my dad was like Oh y'all spoiled You know y'all got all this technology And all this shit You know it's it's easier for y'all Than it was for us I'm like no the fuck it wasn't my nigga You know like it might be easier To become a millionaire in this generation Than it was to become a Become a millionaire in my father's generation But it's not easier in no fucking capacity, my nigga. Like, nigga, I graduated high school in summer of 2001, my nigga. September of 2001 was fucking 9-11, dog. Nigga, the economy literally crashed when I came out of fucking high school, my nigga. When I'm going into the job market, I'm literally starting into the job market into a crashed fucking economy. In no way was it fucking easy for niggas my age to fucking get out there and just get a good job. Like, a lot of niggas back in the fucking 70s and the 80s and shit, like, them them motherfuckers was getting out of high school and getting some good-ass jobs. Like, a lot of manufacturing jobs was still in the United States. You know, there's a lot of jobs and industries that still existed back in their day that's no longer here, my nigga. It is in no way easier now than it was then to be a fucking adult. But at the same time, like a lot of niggas nowadays is holding it down. You know, like something that that I take pride in is I know a lot more active fathers now than I knew niggas who had their father when I was growing up. You know, like just, you know, and again, nigga, I I don't know how many times I'm going to shout my nigga out, but nigga, like shout out to the dad without a dad podcast, nigga. You know, a lot of us are dads without dads, my nigga. You know, a lot of us are fathers and we kind of learning on the fucking job. You know, a lot of us, our dad wasn't around like he was supposed to. A lot of our dad wasn't really active with us like they were supposed to. And we kind of just winging it as far as trying to be an active father like me. Y'all niggas, if you follow me on social media, 
Y'all see what I do, my nigga. Like, I got my kids all the fucking time, nigga. I'm an active fucking father. You know, I take my daughter to dance. I'm at my kid, my son's fucking karate and some more shit, my nigga. Like, my kids is with me all the time. You know, like, I might not be the greatest father in the world, but I'm fucking trying. I'm doing the best that the fuck I can, my nigga. You know, like, I didn't really have that example like that all the fucking time. You know, so it's like I'm literally learning as I go. And I'm seeing that a lot as far as in the black community, like us black men in my age group, you know, even younger than me, nigga, like my little cousins, nigga, my little brothers and shit, you know, so it's like, nigga, we got to let go of that 90s bullshit, you know, of trying to shit on the black community, shit on black men and try to make it seem like, you know, like we still in a generation of niggas not handling their fucking business because yes, that shit does exist, my nigga. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. At Kroger, we believe fresh means holding all our produce to a higher standard. To make sure a bad apple won't spoil the whole bunch, we do up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies. We check for things like sunburns and scarring, making sure you only get the crunchiest apples. In fact, only the best produce like juicy pears, zesty oranges, and crisp carrots reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh for everyone, we want our fruits and veggies to be the apple of your eye. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You know, but at the same time, for all of the people who feel the necessity of calling it out, you know, who the people who feel the necessity of making it seem as if, nigga, we not doing something we supposed to do. If you don't have a solution, shut the fuck up. You know, and this goes for the men who like to shit on women. You know, because like this is a thing. A lot of people hated Kevin Samuels, you know, mostly women, but there were men who hated Kevin Samuels, too. You know, and the thing was, they didn't like his methods or his message. They didn't like the way that he articulated himself. They didn't like the way he used his words. There was literally motherfuckers happy to see my nigga pass away. There was motherfuckers literally like dancing on this nigga's fucking grave because he was gone. Because of the message that this nigga had. Because of the way that he delivered his message. Me personally, I was a big fucking fan of Kevin Samuels' message. Because Kevin Samuels just wanted to see the black community do well. You know, Kevin Samuels only wanted to see healthy couples. You know, he wanted to see evenly yoked couples. So even though he might have said shit that a lot of us don't fucking agree with, my nigga... I love the fact that he was that voice. He was that unapologetic voice that would say the things that I felt needed to be said. Nigga, it was just some shit that certain motherfuckers needed to hear. Nigga, whether you like to hear it or not, nigga, it was still a necessity for motherfuckers to hear it. What's going on, J-Rock from Warren Gold Clothing? What's the deal, my nigga? But, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, us as black men, nigga, we got to start being a little more vocal on, number one, what we want, number two, what we have to offer and number three nigga holding each other accountable 
as to what we're supposed to be doing out this motherfucker. You know, because like we do have a problem as far as us black men not holding ourselves and holding our circles accountable. You know, like I could I could admit that shit like nigga, a lot of us don't hold our friends as accountable as we should when they on bullshit. You know, because I had a conversation with a couple of people, you know, like and we would talk about like if you got a homeboy that's not taking care of his kids like he's supposed to, like, do you speak on it? Do you mention it to him? Do you say certain shit to him? Like, are you willing to actually, like, tap your nigga on the shoulder like my nigga? You really need to start taking better care of your kids. You know, hey, my nigga, like, where the fuck is your kids at, nigga? Why we all out here with our son and our daughter and your kids ain't around, nigga? Why you spend more money on you than you spend on your kids? Why you spend more time having fun moving and grooving than you spend with your kids? You know, a lot of niggas don't be having those conversations with their homeboys, you know, and that shit is needed, my nigga. You know, the 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 way that we're going to be able to keep the fucking black community moving forward is for us to hold each other accountable. And again, nigga, that's something that Kevin Samuels did and a lot of motherfuckers hated him for. You know, and I would tell motherfuckers that shit all the time. My nigga, like the reason a lot of these women was so happy to see Kevin Samuels go is because a lot of these women hate accountability. As much as they hate to fucking... Admit that shit That's what it was My nigga You didn't hate Kevin You hated accountability Because Kevin was the motherfucker That was gonna tell you That shit you didn't wanna hear You know Because there's a lot of motherfuckers Running around here And what they do Is they pander You know Like you got the uh, What's that nigga Derek Jackson And It's some other little nigga On TikTok I forgot his name This little square head Country ass nigga Who be on TikTok You know Trying to do the whole Little you know, us black men, we can't handle black women. We liars and we all this and all this other little weak ass shit. Like, shut the fuck up, my nigga. Without a solution, shut the fuck up. I don't do the whole nigga, we, we, we married to the problem, but we ain't going to fuck with the solution. I don't like motherfuckers like that. Shout out my nigga Blackjack94 checking in from Birmingham. What's up, Kiki Chanel? You know, but that's the fucking thing, my nigga. We got to hold ourselves accountable without trying to do the whole pandering and bashing thing. Nigga, you can hold motherfuckers accountable without bashing. Because like I said, I understand the people who didn't like Kevin Samuels and how he delivered what he said, you know, how he articulated himself. You know, because one of the things I really wasn't a fucking fan of as far as what Kevin Samuels used to say was I never was a fan of the you black women shit. I never liked that. I understood what he was saying. I just didn't like the fucking delivery. But at the end of the day, like I said in that last episode, nigga, sometimes you got to say shit a certain way just to get a motherfucker's attention. Even if you might get flack, even if you might get hateful, nigga, sometimes there's a way that you can say shit that's going to get a motherfucker to pay attention and listen. You know, but when you saying that shit to certain people, you know, certain motherfuckers, like I said, there's people out here who really don't like accountability. And those are the people who going to try to tune you out when you say some shit, my nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Some motherfuckers, they, they don't like accountability, my nigga. They don't like wisdom. You know, and it's like I hate that certain shit from the Bible that I learned. Like I hate that I be forgetting exactly how it go and how I remembered it and, you know, like where it was. Because, you know, there was a part of the Bible that said, nigga, a fool despises knowledge. A fool despises wisdom. You know, like a lot of these motherfuckers out here is fucking foolish, my nigga. Like, you know, 
another part of the Bible that I always remembered, you know, and it's a part that, you know, I, I, I struggle with. And it would say never cast pearls before swine. You know, and I I interpreted that shit. What's going on? Walter Larray, the poet from uh, Men's Talks Podcast. But the way that I interpreted that motherfucking, that, that part of the Bible, never cast pearls before swine, is, you know, like, don't waste great information on foolish ears. You know, but a lot of times, sometimes, like, I gotta at least try you know, like I, you know, like that's the reason this show exists, my nigga. Like I gotta try to get this game to as many people as I can. You know, whether or not they accept it or not, whether or not they listen, whether or not they take heed to what the fuck I'm saying. At the least I could say is I tried. You know, at least I tried to put some game in your ear. You know, at least I tried to wake your ass up. You know, because it's something that I used to say on Twitter a lot. Like something I've tweeted probably two or three times. But, you know, never try to separate a fool from his ignorance because they'll come together against you. You know, which basically means, my nigga, you know, sometimes when you try to wake a stupid motherfucker up, they'll go to great lengths to stay asleep. You know, like you really try to put some, you know, put a bug in a motherfucker's ear about the right fucking direction to go. And they'll literally fight you to keep going into the wrong direction. You know, that's how I feel about a lot of the women who was happy to see Kevin Samuels go. It's like they don't like that voice of accountability. So they just happy to hear that motherfucker disappear. You know, like, oh, now ain't nobody sharing his clips telling us that because we not working out, taking care of ourselves. You know, and we on some bullshit. We made a lot of bad choices in life. We not still going to get that happy ending that we wanted. That's what the nigga was basically saying. In a nutshell, his message was. Being that you spent your life fucking up. You have a very slim to none chance of getting a nigga who was handling his business the way that he was supposed to his whole life. Nigga, you got an F on your report card. But you want to marry a fucking straight A student. The odds ain't good for you. That's all Kevin Samuels was really saying. You know, a lot of y'all fucked up. But you asking for somebody who did they shit like they were supposed to. It don't look good for you. And the thing is, if Kevin Samuels was a woman. And there was men calling in to her show. And these niggas called her show like, hey, man, uh, you know, my name is James. I'm 39. Uh, I got four kids, four baby mamas. Um, you know, I work in the back of Walmart. I make minimum wage. Um, and I'm looking for a, a, a single woman. Uh, you know, uh, her measurement should be 36, 24, 36. Uh, I want her to make 150K a year. And, um. You know, I just wanted to be a nice person. And she like, nigga, you got how many baby mamas? Nigga, you work where? How tall are you? How much do you weigh? Nah, that ain't gonna work for you. It's not gonna happen. And then we say, what? But we're kings. We should be able to get a, a queen. Don't worry about how many baby mamas we got. Don't worry about the fact that we don't make no money. Don't worry about how we look. So what we short? So what my dick little? I should be able to get a Beyonce. 
Why why don't I deserve a Beyonce? Um, you know, Kendra Samuels? Why can't I get a Beyonce? You know, like think about how that shit sound, nigga. Y'all will be laughing at us. Because that's the fucking thing. Kevin Samuels literally had callers like that. You know, like that clip went viral, but a lot of motherfuckers, they don't want to acknowledge that clip. Homeboy called in. I think the nigga was like five, six, three hundred pounds minimum wage. You know, the reason the clip went viral is because Kevin literally asked him, like, nigga, do you have a big dick? And everybody laughed at him like, what? And he like, nigga, do you have a big dick? My nigga, you short, you broke, nigga, you fat. Nigga, do you at least have a big dick? Why is you asking for a good woman and you ain't got shit to bring to the day to the table? Not even a big dick. You know, a lot of motherfuckers didn't see that shit. They only saw him bashing black women. Nigga, he held black men just as accountable as he held black women. But a lot of motherfuckers didn't want to see that shit. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, as black men. We all got to get on that Kevin Samuel shit. You know, not saying that we got to be as abrasive as he was, but we do have to be as discerning as he was. Like, we all have to be the type of motherfuckers that's really going to hold each other accountable. You know, like, all this pandering and shit, nigga, that shit got to fucking stop, nigga. Like, it ain't about making motherfuckers feel good. You know, the reason that I call motherfuckers bitches so much on this show is because, nigga, I'm not here to make you fucking feel good. You know, like, nigga, I literally end my show every single episode since the pilot with I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. You know, and part of that is, my nigga, I'm not here to tell you you're fly. I'm not here to tell you you deserve a motherfucking thing that you don't deserve. You know, the reason that I say I'm not here to help you get bitches, I'm here to help you get better, the breakdown of that, I probably done said it maybe once or twice. But I'm not here to give you fucking pickup lines. I'm not here to give you tips on how to pick up women and shit to say. I'm literally telling you, once you become a better man, nigga, you won't have to talk to women. They'll come talk to you. Nigga, once you own your shit like you supposed to be, nigga, you won't have to do no tricks to get women, my nigga. You won't need no fucking pickup lines. Like, you won't have to fucking go on fancy dates and buy nice fucking colognes, which all that shit shit. It should be without saying, but at the same time, like, nigga, you won't have to do no sexy shit to try to get no woman. Nigga, once a woman see, nigga, you own some fly shit, nigga, you take care of yourself, you take care of your health, you drink water, you work out, nigga, you you speak a certain way, nigga, you ain't just out here saying bullshit, nigga, you ain't out here on some bullshit, you don't kick it with bitch-ass niggas, you don't stay around fucked-up situations, nigga, you don't have multiple baby mamas. You don't argue with women online, nigga. You not fucking following the shade room, arguing with random strangers on the fucking internet. You know, you ain't in and out of jail, my nigga. Like, you ain't a fucking, uh, a fucking victim of a generational curse or no punk-ass shit like that. Nigga, once she see that you own your shit, my nigga, it's gonna be easy to get women. Women will just come, my nigga. You know, like, the reason that I'm so confident when it comes to women is because I know what the fuck I got to offer. I never have to call no fucking Kevin Samuels because I know what the fuck I bring to the table. It goes without saying. Like, I don't have to fucking tell a woman what the fuck I got to offer. She can smell it on me. She can feel it on me. She can see it on me. Like, nigga, it's it's just a fucking vibe in general. 
You know, and that's a lot of what the fuck I bring on this fucking show. That's a lot of what the fuck I teach on this show. Nigga, I'm literally trying to tell niggas to get your shit together. Have your shit together. Keep your shit together. Don't make stupid fucking choices. Make good fucking decisions and everything else will fucking work itself out. Nigga, getting a woman to be the last thing on your motherfucking to-do list if you got all your shit in order, my nigga. You'll never have to think about, damn, what am I going to say to this girl? Nigga, all you got to say is hi when your shit is together and she going to be down to go. Ain't no nigga with his shit together scared to talk to no woman. Ain't no nigga who who really out here with his business taken care of. Nigga, your bills is paid. Nigga, your motherfucking credit score is where it's supposed to be. You ain't got no baby mama drama, nigga. Your ex don't think y'all still together and all this other weird ass shit. Nigga, talking to a woman is never fucking scary, nigga, when your shit is together. Nigga, when you brush your fucking teeth, nigga, when you keep your fucking fingernails clean and all that shit. Having a woman is easy shit, nigga. Like, you can have five fucking women if that's what the fuck you want when your shit is together. Like, it, it it's never a fucking issue. So that's the reason I say I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Because you as a better motherfucker that's on your shit, nigga, you not out here trying to figure out where the hoes at. Nigga, the hoes is on your phone. Nigga, if you on your shit, the hoes in your DM already. Nigga, they, they'll come looking for your ass. Nigga, the hoes is asking where you at when your shit is together. Nigga, when you a nigga that's on his shit, trust me, nigga, the hoes is asking where you at. Nigga, they, 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 they calling Kevin Samuels asking where niggas like you are. So that's what I'm saying. Just as black men, like, nigga, we got to get back to being on our shit. Nigga, we got to get back to, like, real masculinity, my nigga. You know, like something that Malcolm X said, you know, something that's been said more often in our life, you know. And again, like, this goes to bitch-ass niggas being a little too rampant in our motherfucking culture is, you know, black women are the most unprotected Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, uh, people in the United States, and I don't like that shit. I'm not even saying I disagree. I'm just saying that I don't like it. I don't like that that shit is the truth. I don't like that that shit is even something that could get said. You know, because like I tell motherfuckers, like I said in the love letter to the black woman. That's never the case around me. 
Like, nigga, there's black women who say shit that I don't like all the time, but they'll never be unprotected around me. You know, something that I also go to when I talk about you as a motherfucking man, you as a nigga who takes care of his business, takes care of himself, carries himself as a real, actual, masculine fucking man. A woman should immediately just feel protected around you. Nigga, your fucking aura should be an aura of a the type of motherfucker that a woman know, nigga. If I'm around this nigga, I ain't got nothing to worry about. You know, like I tell niggas all the time, like, nigga, the reason women go for thugs and gang members and all of that shit is because when they're around these type of niggas, they feel protected. They feel like they around a nigga who if somebody do some bullshit, this nigga is going to react. This nigga's going to handle his motherfucking business. If a motherfucker step out of line, he's going to put them right back in line where they belong. That's the reason a lot of times women go for these types of niggas. So all the Russells of the world, you know, like I said in that fucking last episode and shit, that motherfuckers was kind of mad. They didn't like the whole Russell future uh, comparison. But it's still real. Nigga, I'm not walking back off nothing the fuck I said, my nigga. You know, all all the Russells of the world, nigga, y'all niggas gonna have to, like, really start carrying yourself with some bass in your voice. Y'all niggas gonna really have to start poking your chest out, nigga. Like, it ain't even about you looking like you'll beat up every nigga in the club, nigga. Just fucking carry yourself like a fucking man. You know, be a motherfucking man. Like, us as men, we have to start raising our sons to be motherfucking men. Women, when you raising your son, you know, and... I almost want to take my motherfucking glasses off for this part. But nigga, women, you can't raise a fucking man. As a woman, what you should be doing to raise a man, if you a woman with a son, you should be trying to get your son around positive male role models. You can't be your son's role model. As a woman, Punching your fucking son in the chest is not making him tough. As a woman, talking aggressively to your fucking son is not making him tough. All that's doing is subconsciously making it okay for him to have a woman yelling in his fucking face. All that's doing is making it okay for him to have a fucking woman putting her fucking hands on him. And what's going on, Shan B. Potten? Shan from the She Gets It podcast, from the Cozy Wound podcast, and... The fucking real relationship report, nigga, the hardest working woman in fucking podcasting. All you doing as a woman hitting your son and screaming in your son's face and doing all that shit is making him used to having a woman be the masculine energy in his fucking life. And a lot of times that's what creates bitch ass niggas. You know, like that's these mother raised ass niggas who ain't never really had a man in their life to really like. Show they ass what a man is supposed to do. How a man is supposed to talk. What a man is supposed to be on. You know, like, that's the problem with a lot of these niggas. A lot of these niggas, you know, and like I said, nigga, I was raised by my mother. But I was also raised around a lot of real niggas. You know, my stepdad, a lot of the OGs from the neighborhood that I'm from. You know, like, older niggas in my neighborhood and shit. You know, like, it's a lot of motherfuckers around me. That I had that was examples of what a fucking man is To show me like nigga This is how men move This is what men do A woman can't show you what the fuck men do my nigga A lot of the problem in fucking society Is a lot of us even as grown motherfuckers Is letting women tell us what a fucking real man is A lot of y'all motherfuckers trying to tell niggas what a real man is And you ain't even got one
You know like I said Nigga a lot of motherfuckers Might not want to hear that shit A lot of motherfuckers Might not feel that shit But that's some real fucking shit And I don't even say that shit Nigga I don't never confirm What the fuck I say As real shit I let y'all do that But at the same time Nigga that's my motherfucking truth You know like nigga A lot of times Women be trying to tell niggas A real man to do this A real man to do that Nigga how the fuck you know Where was your daddy you know, and some of y'all, nigga, I'm not even going front, nigga. It's a lot of women out here, and I tell they, I tell they ass all the time, nigga, like, your daddy was lying to you. You know, there's women out here that'll honestly tell you, my dad ain't never cheated on my mama. Oh, my dad don't never do this. My dad didn't do, nigga, your daddy was lying to you. Nigga, your daddy was lying to your mother through you. Nigga, your daddy was telling you, oh, I'm Prince Charming. I ain't never even looked at another woman. I ain't never had eyes for another woman. I only love your mama. I ain't never had a girlfriend before. Other women, ugh, yucky, gross. Other women, oh no. And you out here thinking this shit fucking exists? You looking for a lying ass nigga like your lying ass daddy? That's bullshit. Nigga, if your daddy was a real one, he'd have told you like, nigga... Man, nigga, you know, your, your mama was the best out of all the other ones. So that's why I'm with your mama. You know, nigga, it, it was three or four of them, and your mama beat them. So I was with your mama. You know, nigga, like, nigga, tell your daughter the motherfucking truth. Nigga, your mama wasn't the only one. Nigga, your mama might not even have been the only one the whole time your ass was alive. Nigga, your daddy was probably, nigga, sneaking and creeping while you was around. Nigga, some women I know on some real shit, nigga. I had some homegirls who, who daddy took him with him when he was cheating. But that's the real shit, though. You know, that's the that's the reality of life, nigga. That's the reality of a motherfucking man. You know, because us as sons, you know, and this is like another little part of fatherhood, you know, like the, the, intri- the intricacies of being a father. You know, a lot of us, we be raising our sons different than we be raising our daughters. A lot of us give our sons a little bit more game than we give our daughters, and we got that shit backwards. Nigga, we should be giving our daughters a lot more game than we should be giving our sons because it's a lot harder out here for our daughters when they don't have game than it is for sons. You know, because a lot of times, nigga, nigga, boys gonna get game from all over the place. Nigga, women, nigga, they run around this motherfucker being lied to, dog, and we gotta stop lying to our daughters. Nigga, we gotta stop contributing to the fucking problem. But she said, but the other ones can still get it. Dad be like... I got to beat these hoes off of me. Exactly, nigga. That be me, nigga. I'm telling my kids right now. Like, nigga, shit. Nigga, it's hard out here. My daddy picked up women with me in the back seat. That's what I'm saying, Shan. That's the fucking thing, nigga. As a man, you got to really give your daughter that real life truth, my nigga. Stop lying to your motherfucking daughters, my nigga. Because your daughters is coming out here game goofy with this Prince Charming image that they out here looking for. And that's why they fucked up in the game. Because they really out here thinking that that shit they seen in them Disney movies is real. Like, oh, I just live my life and do whatever the fuck I want to. And then at the end of the fucking rainbow, it's going to be some nigga who just going to love me and hug me and kiss me like my mama. No. That ain't the fucking truth, my nigga. Relationships ain't perfect, nigga. That ain't the fucking truth. It's a lot of motherfuckers out here thinking that a relationship is going to be everything they see on fucking Instagram. A lot of people relationships is fucked up because they on Instagram thinking that's what a relationship is. Oh, why we not traveling like they be doing on that page? 
why you don't be doing little practical cute shit for me like they be doing on these TikToks I be seeing? Why you don't be doing all that shit? And and I be seeing it on the internet. Why you don't do that? Why aren't you fucking the prince from The Little Mermaid or the prince from fucking uh, Cinderella or none of this shit? Nigga, that shit don't fucking exist, my nigga. That's not real, dog. You know, like, you got to be grounded in fucking reality, my nigga. You know, a lot of motherfuckers be on bullshit. A lot of motherfuckers be lying to their fucking kids. And you can't be doing that shit. Us as fathers, nigga, we really got to not do that shit ever. Quit lying to your motherfucking daughter because you raising her to be game goofy. And she going to go into a situation thinking that her man is going to be like you lied to her and told her. Oh, man, you know, me and your mama, we ain't never had an argument. We ain't never got into it before. Nigga, everything been peaches and cream. And then she step out here like, nigga, why the fuck my boyfriend? We we argue. Why do we argue? You're not supposed to argue. My dad and my mom, they never argue. My dad and my mom, all they do is kiss and hug. And, you know, they're happy all the fucking time. And they ain't never been broke. They never had a dispute. They never had a disagreement. You know, I'm not telling you to argue in front of your kids, but you have to let your kids know, nigga. Sometimes mommy and daddy don't agree. You know, sometimes mommy and daddy, we got to have some conversations that we not happy at the end of the motherfuckers. You know, sometimes mommy and daddy need some space. You know, sometimes, nigga, it ain't all fucking great like that. You know, when you giving your kids fucking, you know, uh, they advice, quit being so fucking vague with that shit, with the whole... You know, telling your daughter, oh, you'll never be a man's only one. Oh, you know, you, all these niggas wanted your pussy. Like, nigga, you got to be more specific, my nigga. You know, because at the end of the day, if all you give her is fire and brimstone, nigga, you know, and she go out there with half the information, nigga, she going to go out there looking for the other half. You know, nigga, it's a lot of times, nigga, if, if you not specifically giving your children the game, they're going to go looking for it. If you're not the one that's going to sit up there and lace your kids shoes up, they're going to go out there and find out for themselves. You know, like a lot of the girls who I've known who was raised sheltered was the wildest ones. The ones who daddy was just like, no, you can't go outside because all these boys want you busy. Oh, I don't want you around boys because all they want to do is fuck. You know, a lot of times, nigga, and this was me. This was literally my mindset a lot of times. If my parents tell me not to do it, it's probably because it's fun. Because if it was some bullshit, they wouldn't have to tell me not to. They don't got to tell me not to sit on the stove because I know that's dangerous. I know that's not fun. They don't got to tell me not to jump the fence with a fucking dangerous dog because I know that's some bullshit. But they going to tell me not to jump on the bed because they know jumping on the bed is fun. You know, they got to tell me not to stay out after the street lights because I know staying outside at night is fun. They telling me not to do shit that I know is fun. Everything they saying not to do is always fun. Oh, don't sit too close to the TV. Don't watch TV after dark. All that shit is fun. So why y'all telling me not to do it? You know, and like this is the thing as far as like being a fucking parent. A lot of times like you really got to sit down. And really explain shit to your kids like they're kids. You know, a lot of times us as parents, we like to talk to our kids like they grown. Like we like to try to talk to our kids like they going to get it on the first shot. You know, like we like to try to talk to our kids like we say at one time and they just going to understand it for life. And that's not the fucking truth. Nigga, sometimes you're going to have to say it three or four times. 
Nigga, sometimes you're going to have to, you know, sit there with them when they ask you, why? Why, daddy? Why, daddy? Why this, daddy? Why'd you say this, daddy? Like, Brownie, that's her shit. Brownie love asking why. Brownie loves to negotiate. Brownie loves to try to fucking figure out little angles and shit. Like, if I say no to something, nigga, as far as Brownie concerned, no mean maybe. All no mean is, it's basically like, Brownie's philosophy for life is, you can't spell negotiation without no. To Brownie, no means negotiate. Like, nigga, whatever I say no to, nigga, she want to fucking go back and forth about this shit. But I love that because that's going to be the shit that's going to help her in life. Like, nigga, she's not just going to accept certain shit, nigga. Everything has to be explained to her in great fucking detail. You know, and that's what I do as a fucking parent. Like, that's my parenting style. Like, I really want to understand and know that my children understand what the fuck I'm telling them. When I'm trying to convey some information to my kids, I always try my hardest to make sure that they understand. Brownie, she picks up real fast. Deuce, he picks up real slow. You know, so with certain shit, nigga, I'm, I, I know I'm going to have to tell this nigga a thousand times, but I love him enough to go through that. You know, it's a lot of shit that us as parents, nigga, you're going to really have to love your kids enough to go through some shit. You really going to have to love your kids enough to do some shit that you might not want to do as a parent. You know, because a lot of times that shit gets fucking annoying and frustrating having to tell your kids the same thing every fucking day. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Did you brush your teeth? Your breath stink. Go brush your teeth. Like, it's a gang of shit, my nigga. You know, like, right now, like, I'm trying to teach my kids about friends. Nigga, them ain't your friends. Them just your classmates. Them little niggas just go to school with you. Them niggas is not your homies. They not your buddies. They just motherfuckers in your classroom, my nigga. You know, like... You got to separate friends from colleagues. Nigga, this is going to be an important lesson for y'all when y'all grow up. So I'm trying to drill that point home right now. You know, like I be telling motherfuckers in general when it comes to the why kids. Kids who always ask why. Don't be on that shit that a lot of our parents was on. I'm an adult. That's why. Because I told you. That's why. All right, nigga. You going to find out real quick, nigga. All that because I said so shit, nigga. That's how you raise sheep. That's not how you raise adults. That's how you raise motherfuckers who, oh, well, they said it, so, all right, I guess so. Okay, that's what the boss said, so I guess so. That's how you raise pushovers. That's how you raise motherfuckers who just bow down and shit. Like, nigga, I'm raising critical thinkers, so I love when my kids ask me why. That's my fucking favorite question for my kids to ask me. What he say? Every why is engagement. Now teach them kung fu and get their game right. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying, my nigga. Like, as parents, like, we have to raise our kids to think critically, my nigga. Like, you can't be raising your kids to just go off of whatever motherfucker say. That's the reason a lot of niggas watch CNN and think they a fucking political scientist. Because instead of doing your own research, you just say, well, the TV said it must be true. Oh, well, must be on the news. Gotta be true. Oh, well, the teacher said it must be true. Oh, this nigga said that shit. It must be true. A lot of the reason girls is out here getting played is because they just, oh, that's my boyfriend. He wouldn't lie to me. Oh, you know, that's such and such. They'd never lie to me. Like, no, nigga, everybody's a liar as far as I'm fucking concerned. I tell my kids all the time, nigga, you ain't got to believe shit I say. Nigga, if you feel like, nigga, what I said was some bullshit, nigga, I, if I can't prove it, it's bullshit. That's how I raise my fucking kids. Nigga, if I can't show you why or tell you why, 
Fuck it nigga Challenge it I don't mind being challenged My nigga Because at the end of the day Nigga the truth is the truth Nigga Whether you challenge it or not Nigga anything that can't stand up To the question why Is some bullshit Anything that you can't test Is some bullshit You know like They got the whole little you know, the niggas will be walking around the mall with a diamond tester, my nigga. If I can't touch your chain with that motherfucker, your chain fake. If I tell you something and you say why and I start sweating, it's bullshit. You know, like, that's the fucking thing about life, nigga. This is the thing about being a motherfucking man. You know, the whole fucking reason for this motherfucking episode as a fucking man Nigga, you being a man is all about being motherfucking tested. That's what being a fucking man is, nigga. As a real motherfucker, nigga, you should never be afraid to be fucking tested, nigga. You know, I did that fucking episode, Real Nigga Time. You know, I did another fucking episode, Potential Energy, about this shit. I've done a couple episodes about this shit. You know, Yellow Brick Road. You know, I've done multiple episodes about, as a motherfucking man, nigga, you should embrace these challenges. Nigga, you should love when 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 adversity come because that's your fucking opportunity to show what type of nigga you are. You know, like as men, you know, breaking generational curses. Like, nigga, I'm proud to be a fucking curse breaker. You know, like I'm proud that I had my children in wedlock, even though it didn't end that way. At least it started that way. At least I broke that part of the generational curse. You know, at least I'm actively in my children's life. Nigga, my kids see me every fucking day, nigga. That's a generational fucking curse I broke. You know, it's a lot of shit that I look at in my life that's a fucking generational curse that I broke. Nigga, I was raised in apartments. I wasn't raised as a fucking homeowner. You know, my kids, they they fucking came up young with their own rooms their whole life. I never had that. It's a lot of shit my kids got that I never fucking had. You know, and that's something that as a man I fucking pride myself on. You know, I look at niggas who fucking let their kids go through the same shit they went through. Nigga, you're a bitch to me. That's bitch ass shit, my nigga. How dare you, nigga? You knew that the shit you went through was some bullshit, but you putting your kids through that same bullshit. Nigga, you had a tumultuous fucking childhood because your mama and your daddy didn't get along. So your daddy was on petty shit and got away from your mama and got away from you. And you did the same shit with your baby mama. Nigga, you a bitch. That's bitch shit, my nigga. I don't have no fucking respect for a nigga that's like, oh man, you know, me, you know, my 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 baby mama, you know, she she on the same bullshit my mama was on, nigga. Da, 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 da. Like, nigga, you know it was bullshit when you went through it, nigga, but you gonna put your kids through it, nigga. You a bitch. I don't have no fucking respect for that shit, my nigga. I can't fuck with you and you a bitch ass nigga. Like, I don't I wouldn't even have a friend like that, my nigga. You know, like, I don't even associate with niggas who do shit that I don't condone, that I don't fuck with, behaviors that I don't fucking fuck with. Nigga, you can't even be my homeboy. You know, like I tell women, like, nigga, I don't even fuck with niggas who beat up women. I don't even fuck with niggas who don't raise their kids. You know, like, and I know, you know, we, we got the whole little, oh, niggas don't hold their homies accountable. I do. And this is something that as men, we gonna have to start getting on. This is going to start having to be the things that us as men stand on. This is the shit that us as men really going to have to get up on, my nigga. When women get to talking that shit, 
You should never get mad Nigga all you need to do Is let her know Hey nigga That ain't me And if it is You get off that bullshit My nigga If a woman say Niggas don't hold They motherfucking homeboys Accountable And you don't You need to start Nigga if women say Oh Us as black women We not fucking protected Nigga if you Not protecting black women You need to get on that shit Yo Yo Only hit dogs holler My nigga So your spirit shouldn't be convicted when a woman says some shit like that Or when a man says some shit like that Nigga the only time your spirit need to be convicted is if what they saying is the motherfucking truth Or if what they saying is lying on you You know that's the only time I really check a motherfucker You know like I said nigga the reason that I'm doing this episode is because somebody in particular made a motherfucking video On some us as black men we ain't this, we ain't that, we ain't doing this, we ain't doing that. I said, nigga, you don't have to fucking specify, nigga. Ain't no motherfucking we in that shit. I'm not part of that motherfucking we. You, them niggas ain't doing that shit. Them niggas ain't protecting women, nigga. I protect mine. Nigga, hey, you'll never speak to a woman who been around me that says she felt unprotected. I guarantee you that shit. Nigga, my mom felt protected around me and I was a child, nigga. Like, ain't no way in hell. Nigga, ain't no black woman around me unprotected, period. Children, same shit, my nigga. Ain't no disrespect gonna be tolerated toward me and mine, nigga. So, we all protected over here, nigga. Don't don't say that shit about me. Holding friends accountable, nigga. If anybody know me and know anybody who know me, they know, nigga. Anybody around me, accountability is, nigga, first and fucking foremost, nigga. I don't fuck with niggas who engage in behaviors that I don't do. Nigga, and I'm always going to call it out if I catch you doing something that I don't fuck with. You doing some sucker shit. I'm going to be the first nigga to tell you you doing some sucker shit. You said some sucker shit. I'm going to tell you, nigga, that was some suck ass shit you said. Nigga, I don't just let that shit motherfucking slide. You know, nigga, us as men, this is going to have to be the shit that we own. Nigga, hold your homies accountable, my nigga. Hold your family, friends, even women around you accountable, my nigga. You know, the whole reason that I have this motherfucking show, the reason that this platform is what it is, you know, is because, nigga, everything that I feel that I have is in a in a, a sense of having some game. I want to share that shit with everybody who I can affect with this shit because I feel like it can help people. The information that I put forth, I feel can help people. You know, like I be telling motherfuckers all the time, if you want to support the show other than financially, which is buying some merchandise from Too Much Game Podcast dot store. It's just sharing this shit with somebody, nigga. Anybody who you know that could use this motherfucking ism, nigga. Just tell them, nigga. Tell your little brother, nigga. Tell your nephew. Tell your cousin. You know, sit there and listen to it with them, nigga. Y'all niggas on a fucking road trip out of town, nigga. Put this motherfucker on and let they ass listen, like nigga. You know, check this shit out. Listen to what the homie talking about. You know that motherfucker got some news you can use, my nigga. You know, nigga, you playing football with basketball rules, you know. Shout out to motherfucking Sugar Free. But that's it, my nigga. We got to start sharing the information that we got with the younger generation, my nigga. You know, us as men, when we see a young nigga around us, you know, and he misguided and undecided and he making fucked up decisions... You know, do what motherfuckers used to do back in the day. You know, all the older niggas who I knew, like, when I was coming up, used to always tell me about the older nigga in the neighborhood. Used to pull the young niggas to the side. 
you know, and lace them up and, you know, put some, put some, put some, put some game in their ear, my nigga. You know, because that's always something that I always like to do. You know, like back when I lived in apartments and it'd be little young niggas running around my apartment complex. Like I was always, you know, come here, little homie. You know, I see you, you, you doing some bullshit, my nigga. Let me, let me go ahead and, you know, tighten you up a little bit. Especially like my little cousins and shit Like nigga you could ask anybody in my motherfucking family All my cousins younger than me Done had a session or two my nigga Where I had to really sit down and like You know chop they shit up real quick Cause I don't like to see motherfuckers younger than me Fucking up nigga if I got anything to do with it You know if there's any information I could give a motherfucker Like nigga I'm quick to share that shit You know cause I always say that shit nigga All the time nigga like Ain't nobody my motherfucking competition, so I'm never stingy with no fucking information because you'll never be able to use it to beat me at nothing. You know, so I'm always the motherfucker who's always willing to tell motherfuckers younger than me the right fucking direction to go in. If I see them doing some shit that I feel is contrary to the right thing, I'm always like, hey, my nigga, you know, do it like this. So, you know, when I was your age, I was going that way and I fucked up, so nigga... Try this way It's it's gonna work out A lot better for you You know And like That's the fucking thing As black men My nigga Like we really finna Have to start Helping each other out Like you know Especially when we catch Younger motherfuckers Going in the wrong direction You know Something else And this probably Just goes to the whole Black community In general Is to stop Fucking glorifying And condoning Bad behavior You know Like a lot of The, the, the music And the culture And a lot of the shit That we be having A lot of shit That we literally Do wrong We make that shit Seem like it's So fucking cool But it's not My nigga Like we literally Glorify Not knowing How to do shit Nigga We literally Like brag about Not reading books And you know Not knowing How to use The internet Not understanding The stock market and, Oh man I don't understand That stock market shit Oh man, I don't know how to fuck with these goddamn internet. Man, I don't know how to do that shit. Like niggas say that shit in like a braggadocious tone, and it's I've never understood, nigga, how it's fucking cool to be ignorant of anything. I've never known why motherfuckers make it seem like it's cool to not know how to do some shit. To me, that shit is like the dumbest shit in the fucking world, but some niggas be on that shit, and it's a fucking terrible thing. Like, we really got to get over that as black people, my nigga. Nigga, we should never be glorifying ignorance in no fucking capacity, my nigga. You know, like, nigga, we should always be trying to learn as much as we can so we could teach as much as we can. You know, we should always be trying to do as good as we can so we could be the best example that we can be. You know, like, what you say, watch, celebrate, read, learn, execute, and teach. Exactly, my nigga. You know, like, you can't teach what you don't know. You know, and a lot of times, that's a lot of what the problem is in the black community, nigga. A lot of our parents just didn't know better. You know, it's not that they didn't have the best intentions. It's just that a lot of times they wasn't taught no better, so they didn't know better. Nigga, I can't teach you the stock market if I don't know that shit. You know, like, us as black people, you know, like, we got this, oh, white people be teaching their kids about finances and all this bullshit. Nigga, if you're not trying to learn that shit to teach your kids, nigga, you're part of the problem. If you're not trying to learn how to fix your credit and learn fucking financial responsibility and financial education so you can teach your kids, you're part of the problem. Quit telling me what white people do and you start doing that shit.
You know, like, nigga, we in a fucking information age. Nigga, you can literally crack open Google and learn whatever the fuck you want to. But niggas be sitting up here talking about white people this and white people that. It ain't white people, it's wealthy people. It ain't white people, it's smart people. It's motherfuckers of all races that teach their kids this shit. Nigga, I got family members that's black as a motherfucker, black in 24 hours of midnight, teaching their kids about financial shit, my nigga. It ain't because they fucking white niggas because they smart. It's because they love their kids. It's because they want to see their kids have generational wealth. It ain't got shit to do with no motherfucking white people, my nigga. Quit fucking sucking white people dick, my nigga. I don't even like hearing when niggas be saying that shit. Like, niggas swear to God, like, they try to talk like white people fucking smarter than us or better than us or fucking superior to us or some shit. They're not, my nigga. Quit doing that. Oh, man, white people, man, they be... They, they be smart, nigga. They be doing this. Nigga, just get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit, my nigga. Literally. Like, I, that shit really, like, burns me up when niggas try to dick ride white people like they fucking smarter or better. Nigga, that's not the fucking case. Some motherfuckers might have been educated better. Some motherfuckers might have had a head start. Some motherfuckers might have been around people who got more financial literacy than them. But, nigga, that don't make them fucking better. What the fuck? You know, but that's the thing. Us as black people, like, we really gonna have to fucking get over that fucking, that inferiority complex that we have, my nigga. We're in no way inferior to fucking nobody, period. No fucking way, no how, my nigga. We're not behind nobody, nigga. The only thing we are is we undereducated. We miseducated. Nigga, we might not have been taught the right things, but my nigga, like, we have access to all that information. All we gotta do is go get that shit. Nigga, all we need is the passion. All we need is to view ourselves highly enough to understand the fact that we need to know this shit and we'll go and seek that fucking information. We'll get that information. We'll apply that information and we'll be able to teach that to the next generation to help them do better. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, go get you some merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store. Um, if you would like to support the motherfucking team, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town e house media. Support both the Townhouse Media Podcast. The other Townhouse Media Podcast is Sports for You Podcast. Live Tuesday evenings at 6 p.m. Pacific time. They live on YouTube. They do spaces on Twitter. You know, uh, you know, shout out to them, nigga. The whole Townhouse Media family, nigga. I'm waiting for the fucking super producer being ready to get another endeavor cracking, nigga, so I could be shouting them motherfuckers out. Nigga, follow me on social media at too much game podcast on instagram too much game pod on twitter or uncle dolomite on both instagram and twitter you know uh like comment and subscribe on youtube tell a friend to tell a friend you know if you really want to support this motherfucking show the best thing you can do is share this motherfucker with other people nigga if you see clips on instagram share the clips if you see my reels share the reels you know, nigga, like, comment, you know, like, comment, if you share, all that shit, nigga, y'all niggas know, but, um, I think that's it, I ain't here to help you get bitches, I'm here to help you get better, too much gun.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.